Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. Today's edition is for Thursday, the 2nd of March, 2023. My name is Eric Francis, host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope. Thanks for joining me today. This edition of StarCast accompanies the lead article and the horoscope from tonight's editions of Planet Waves. The article is called One Night in a Thousand Years, uh, a nod to a story by Isaac Asimov called Nightfall, uh, which I use as kind of a central metaphor for the astrology of our time, uh, which is a kind of configuration or let's say maybe rather sequence of events that's just extraordinarily rare uh, and leading the world to be acting in some very strange ways, or perhaps revealing uh, the strangeness of uh, what we have been doing and living through for quite a long time. So I want to briefly recap some of the points that I cover uh, in this article. Uh, For years now, I have been writing and doing annual editions and recordings and videos and podcasts and programs that are intended to prepare us all for March of 2023, that time has arrived, and we are now going to enter uh, this sequence of events that uh, I think first fully engages with the ingress of Saturn into Pisces on the 7th of March. That is on Tuesday afternoon, if I've got that right. Um, Actually, Tuesday morning, Eastern Time, uh, 8 34 a.m. And so one of the reasons that I think this is an important and going to be a helpful transit is because we have been hemorrhaging psychic energy under the influence of Neptune in Pisces, which has just created too much out-of-balance yin energy. Usually yang energy, let's uh, stick stick in your various uh, metaphors for that, is blame for everything and uh, all of this, uh, you know, cl- claimed aggression and all this, I think most of what's actually happening is that things are being allowed to fall apart or they are falling apart from neglect and there is not a balance uh, of of the energies. And Neptune in Pisces is certainly, uh, let's say, the, uh, the, 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 the reservoir is overflowing its banks. And this can include various psychic reservoirs and uh, there, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. You can't go from a parched and uh, and and uh, kind of drought environment into a flooding environment and call that a good thing. So what we're experiencing is a lot of flooding. And by that, I mean uh, uh, flooding with toxins, flooding with irresponsibility, uh, flooding with oil spills into the Gulf of Mexico, flooding with nuclear meltdowns, all of these things associated with the uh, Neptune in Pisces era. And that that has gone on since uh, 2011. I know that the Deepwater Horizon event was in 2010, but still we were very close to Neptune in Pisces at that time. And now Saturn is going to be entering Pisces, and this is finally going to put a boundary Uh, on all of this Neptune that slowly creeps up to Neptune. It's going to take it about two to three years to catch up. And then in 2026, we'll experience the conjunction of Saturn and Neptune 
in Aries. Now, one of the other metaphors of Saturn and Neptune that I have not talked about, um, but which I had to think a lot about because early in my career, I worked with quite a few people who had a conjunction of Saturn and Neptune, which is that this is about synthesis. It is about the blending of things that do not seem to blend. So in addition to the creating the boundary, the dike wall around the reservoir, uh, or or the, uh, the strong dam that uh, prevents the flooding or whatever it might be, um, th- there is a synthesis factor to Saturn conjunct Neptune. And so this is the blending of things that seem to be impossible to put together in the same place. And if you look at the science of that era, there was a lot of synthesizing of chemicals going on. It was at the peak of the better living through chemistry era. The documents that have spilled out of the corporate files of major chemical companies from that time indicate there was all kinds of experimentation going on behind the scenes and the discovery of many of the problems that we are living with now during a previous encounter of Saturn and Neptune. Um, And so there is the need to seek an understanding of how to blend the elements, right? We don't need to play with our chemistry sets anymore. Now we need to figure out how to do things like detoxify things. And we also need to figure out how to uh, work with this kind of um, out of control energy that we seem to really be in love with because it serves as an excuse to not have any discipline. But the problem is when there's no discipline, uh, things uh, overexpand. They melt, they break down, they fall apart. And so a very important part of the synthesis of Saturn and Neptune is going to be adding discipline to this situation. Fortunately, Saturn moves slowly. It will gradually creep up on Neptune. However, uh, there, I think, will be an immediate, um, an immediate result of this in, in terms of uh, what people feel, and we should see some turn in news events, who knows, maybe even the uh, revelation of dioxin testing in East Palestine. Okay, so now one important thing that happens, I know that it is uh, it is two weeks out, a little bit less, two weeks out, is that one of the first events that occurs under the Saturn and Pisces era is that Mars makes a square to Neptune. It's making its third square. There was one in October and one in November, but this is the grand finale. It's on March 14th, and the reason why this is so enormous is because, for one thing, it is the third and final one, and it's happening right in the middle of all this stuff going on in March, but it is ramped up, amped up, juiced up by the fact that Mars is actually going to be square Mercury, the Sun, and Neptune all at the same time. So that is a lot of energy. And we are going to need Saturn and Pisces for this. It is a very good thing that we have it because Mars square Neptune is one of the most self-destructive aspects that there is in all of astrology. It's right up there with Mars opposite Neptune, not quite as uh, detrimental as Mars conjunct Neptune. But anyone who knows your natal chart, you know that if you have some form of a tense aspect between Mars and Neptune, that presents special challenges 
of integrity that you have had to work with and grow through. Otherwise, they just keep biting you on the ass. And so there is a caution here against self-destructive conduct. There is a caution here about practicing impeccable honesty. That means telling the truth, and that means not believing lies. When I was a young guy and working on fraud issues, chemical fraud and toxins issues, and uh, writing articles about people being in harm's way, for example, in college dormitories, one of the most disturbing things that I encountered was people's willingness to be lied to. This, of course, came up during the COVID era in 2020, when the whole world seemed to be out roaming around, begging with their hat in their hand, uh, asking to be lied to, please, please deceive me. And in studying fraud, one of the first things you learn is that fraud means to conceal or deceive someone in a way that hurts them as long as they have not figured out that it is happening. And so the moment they figure out that it's happening, they get a fairly short time to take action in response to that knowledge or that understanding, or then the burden is shifted to them. And so through this analysis, I realized there are really two parts to fraud. One part is people lying to others and taking advantage of them. And the other part is people's often open willingness to be deceived and be lied to and not take responsibility for their part. So let's watch both of that under this new influence forthcoming of Saturn in Pisces and this tremendous peak of Mars, Square, Mercury, the Sun, and Neptune all at the same time. That's on the 14th. Okay, one last thing that I've added to my analysis today in uh, in my article uh, is I've I've done a review review kind of a recap of the United States Pluto return. So we are right in the peak of the United States Pluto return in all of the United States charts, whether it's uh, Scorpionic America or any of the July Fourth charts. Scorpionic America is the 1777 chart. Haven't written about that for a while. I tend to favor the 1776 chart, but whatever. It, for this purpose, it doesn't matter because uh, all of these charts have Pluto in late Capricorn. And um, what I've been writing about since um, probably 2019 is that the United States is having its first ever Pluto Return. Pluto's got a 248-year orbit, but there's processional movement involved over three centuries. And so we, we are in that Pluto return a little bit earlier than 248 years, but that's going to stretch it out over, uh, over the next year or two, really into 24, and by some measures even longer. But we're seeing the effects of this uh, in terms of a society that has broken down and can no longer help its people. Now, we, we saw this with uh, Rita and Katrina in New Orleans, but there at least there was some meager attempt made. Uh, the, what we are seeing in Ohio and Pennsylvania, where the residents of that immediate area who are getting sick, some of them very sick, are just being thrown to uh, th thrown to the four winds. 
There's not been an emergency declared, as far as I understand it. Uh, Governor DeWine of Ohio has not declared an emergency that would allow the federal government to do so. And so it's basically, as far as I understand this, please correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it is it is um, not, not being a federal emergency means that there cannot be federal aid, which is incredibly necessary now. Those people need to be evacuated. But my point here is that this, this in total is a sign of society breaking down. Now, those of you outside the United States may be thinking, well, what's that got to do with me? But throughout our entire lifetimes, indeed since the 19th century, the United States has been the leader of world affairs. It's been the economic engine. It, it's been the technological engine, and it has been a, a society that has uh, built and innovated and taken care of a great many of its people. And so when the United States starts to fail, so too do the societies that have been closely aligned with the United States, been rebuilt by the United States under various plans of different post-war eras like the Marshall Plan. And so the whole world is uh, on notice that there is a, a collapse in progress. And this collapse also includes the shifting of the locus of power from sovereign national governments to these weird meta-governments like the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum. And so we are under a completely new regime uh, as a result of or timed with this Pluto return uh, situation in the United States. And what happens when that Pluto return moves into Aquarius, this new regime is largely centered on the internet. And the and Aquarius is all about <clears throat> the internet. It's all about interconnectivity, as well as electronic energy fields, of which the internet is just one giant electronic energy field where we seem to do everything and meet everyone. And that's going to be in for a few jolts, and we will see uh, the extent to which uh, we, we are able to withstand any of this. For those of you who've been following Planet Waves for a long time who are not yet subscribers, this is a very good time to subscribe. Um, Planet Waves was founded on two main missions, one of which was in-depth astrology, including the astrology that goes back to the roots of major historical events, as well as covering the news. And the second is we began with very strong environmental coverage. I was still fairly fresh out of my years doing the uh, doing, doing the dioxin story, covering Monsanto, GE, Westinghouse, and Dow Chemical, and all those companies, and so now here, uh, in this moment in history, Saturn, Saturn <laughs> with Saturn entering Pisces, planet waves is um, in its moment. We we have been waiting for this our entire existence under this extraordinary astrology that we're having, and where there is an environmental issue that really uh, should be used to wake up the entire world to the issue of these chemicals. So please push that button, go to subscriber services, choose a subscriber level. There is a discount code right on Core Community. Uh, write to us if you need further discount. Give us more. If you have more to give, 
please take advantage of the fantastic readings that I do. The next one should be coming out in a little more than a week, and that's called Pluto in a Strange Land, which will give a thorough, in-depth reading for all 12 signs and rising signs about the nature of Pluto in Aquarius. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your business. And thank you more than anything for your trust. For Planet Waves, I'm Eric Francis, signing off from a beautiful afternoon in Kingston, New York, a little past three o'clock on the 2nd of March, 2023. Once again, thanks for listening and stay in touch.